0: Welcome to the Pirates Podcast. To be named later, everybody, I am Eddie Provident. With me is my main man, Alex Stump. Alex Stump, the goat when it comes to writing baseball pieces. Let me tell you. Listen, I'm obviously biased because this is for DK Pittsburgh Sports, and Alex is one of my best friends. But if you have not read his oral history uh, in written form on the 2013 wildcard game, and the lead up to it, you are really missing out as a sports fan, not even as a baseball fan, as a sports fan, as a Pittsburgher. It is, Alex. Listen, you've done a lot of good stuff, man. I'm gonna give you your flowers. This is one of the best things that you've put together.
1: It's it's one of my favorite things that I've put together, and I I wanted to touch on it a little more because I I I said this to a lot of the people that I interviewed, you know, over the course of it, um. I was in college whenever that, whenever that team happened. And I, I kind of thought like, you know what, this is a, a pretty good time to just talk about like my, our personal memories with that yeah. team also, because I think that's kind of, that's the sentinel team. I think for all people who are baseball fans in Pittsburgh, you know, growing up or currently or whatever, like that's, that's the, where were you? Whatever, you know, equato happened, yep. where were you? Whatever. So, 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 so I, I kind of want to touch on that stuff. I grew up in uh, the South Hills, of Baldwin growing up. yeah' uh, was a baseball fan became at, you know, the age of 11 and <laughs> you know, you, you, you watch a lot of baseball and that was a, an amazing year. And I, I'm going to start this off by saying that the 2013 Pittsburgh Pirates got me fired. The only time I've ever been fired from a job. (laughs) Uh, I was, I was delivering pizza uh, that summer because I, I, some people may know I was also delivering pizza before I, I got the job with DK. It's it's actually a pretty cushy gig, you know, in the grand scheme of things. It like depends, it's not it a,
0: depends on what neighborhood, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a it's a that that's for another podcast, other episodes that I have there. <laughs> actually, that's going to be the third segment. I'm going to share a delivery story for that one. So stick around. <laughs> um, but the 2013 Pirates, I would. I took longer than anyone else for any other delivery. And it wasn't I mean, I always got the food to the pizza, you know, the pizza to the customer real fast because, you know, tip. <laughs> I ain't messing that up. But on the way back, I'd take the long road or I'd I'd stay, you know, in the car because, you know, I, I'm i working nice. It's like I want to listen to what's going on in the game. So uh owner caught on to that and and I got fired for it. So the 2013 wow. Pittsburgh Pirates. And by extension, uh, Greg Brown and Tim Neverett got me fired.
0: <laughs> First of all, what a jerk of an owner to know that that was. Gonna oh, yeah. Be I, I
1: was going to quit the job what anyway, are, and whenever and you know, like the school started. It was very clearly a summer job. Here's a way to get, you know, just some cash in my pocket. No type of deal. But yeah. Right. The, so it, for it was me, not a
0: career. <laughs> I should it wasn't a career. When, yeah. Uh, for me, I so I was working at children's hospital in their AV department. And thankfully I had nights off. It was a day job. Uh, and I was still living with my parents. Um, I was, what's 2013. So I'd have been 24 years old. So I was like the net, like a year or two away from moving out, but I was still living with my parents. And, um, I'm going to, I'm going to do this without getting emotional. I promise. Uh, but, I played baseball my whole life, right? Like I, I played football for a little while. I played hockey for a little while, but I played baseball my whole life. Um, you had talked about, you know, in, in your article, Neil Walker talked about getting drafted in 2004. I went to city charter high school. So I went to high school year round. So in 2004, when he got drafted, I was in class that day. And I remember thinking, man, the Pittsburgh kid got drafted. I want to be that kid because I was a sophomore in 2004, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get drafted. And then they started throwing curveballs at me. And I was like, I'm not gonna get drafted. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but baseball was my, it was you know, growing up, it was my life. I would sit on the porch with my grandpa. And him and I like they they own a bar down in Hazelwood and they have a deck above the bar. And he was the only one that would watch pirate games with me. And we would sit out there in the summers when they stunk. uh, And and we would watch every pirate game out on the on the uh, on the deck. And so you fast forward and my, my grandpap had passed away. So I didn't get to get, didn't get to experience it with him. And my dad was a very jaded pirates fan. Like he, you know, he didn't want anything to do with them while they were losing, but you could see his heart was there. And then when, you know, 2011, they were getting good in 2012, they went on that run and then they've collapsed that you could just see like it building up in my dad. And so 2013 comes around and this team is actually good. And this team looks the part, right? And we finally get playoff baseball in Pittsburgh for the first time, really in my lifetime, because in 92, I mean, I was three years old. So it wasn't like I remember playoff baseball. And I remember sitting in the living room with my dad and, you know, he's on one couch and I'm on the other couch and we're, we're just like glued to the TV and probably like middle of the first inning. It finally clicks. And he looks at me and he says, it was like, I never thought I'd see playoff baseball with my son. And man, I, I, I started, we, we both started crying in the living room watching the pirates, man. And it is, you know, I've been to an AFC championship with my parents. Um, I've been to playoff hockey games. I got to cover the backyard brawl on the field and I sitting in my living room with my dad for that baseball game is a top five sports memory in my life. And I will I will cherish that for my entire – I'll be 95 years old with dementia or Alzheimer's, and I will still remember that day. It was it was one of the coolest coolest experiences that I, I've ever had.
1: You know, that's something that I, I brought up with Russell Martin uh, for the article, and I, I kind of said, like, you know, for a generation of Pittsburgh baseball fans, you had the moment – like you have you you have like the the, the big where were you whatever Russell Martin hit the home run and I I don't want to paraphrase the last quote because I thought his answer was was very beautiful it was a short but a beautiful answer it's the last quote that I have in the story which you should read on DK Pittsburgh Sports just invest in it some, it. Time <coughs> some time but it, it, it paraphrase I thought it was like one of those like he he recognizes it and I think he also knows I mean he was Pittsburgh was a stop for him. I mean, he, he has a connection to the city. The city obviously loves him. He's He never has to buy a meal if he is ever in the city confines. Right. You know, one of those type of deals. It was like, the, but you could tell, like, it was, he, I pressed, like, you know, you know, becoming a pirate. And he said, you know, a big part of it was, like, I wasn't looking for something extremely long term. I was looking for something that was the right fit now. And the parts were the right fit now. So I get that he, I, I, I kind of assume whenever he's talking about it, like he gets like, no, it should be like Kutch or AJ or somewhere like that, that like you should associate with. But like the answer I thought was, was very sweet for it. And it, it, it was one of those ones that, I don't know. I got Garrett Cole for a couple minutes, whenever he was in Pittsburgh and his last quote, like I, I said, like as soon as like I left that club, I was like, I know how I'm ending this story. Like I, I I'm ending it with that Cole quote, but uh, that Martin one was I, I second guess for a second. Like, oh, maybe I end with this one. But, but no. Yeah. So I, I'm glad I ended it with the cold one. Uh, one more 2013 story <laughs> on top, but, but I'm sorry. I, I, I got sidetracked for a second. That's that is the game. That is the greatest game of PNC parks history. That is the game yeah. that, you know, For a long time, I didn't know if if there was ever going to be something like that in Pittsburgh ever again. So that was the game. That was why I wish I could have gotten it out for the actual 10th anniversary, but that was the last game of the regular season, and
0: it's like it was worth the wait, Alex. It was definitely oh yeah, it
1: was definitely worth the wait. And oh my god, I reap so type of deal. I don't know if anyone's going to get the the Twitter meme of like me. Uh, reaping. It's like, yes, yes, this is me selling. Well, this sucks. It's like me interviewing everyone. This is the greatest thing ever. Oh my God, this article is going to rock. And then like me transcribing, what the hell? Why did you do this to yourself? Seven hours of transcribing. I'm sorry. Seven hours of audio of transcribing. That's not right. seven hours of like actually listen. If I just listen through it, it's a full work day. So it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff. Um, other, other story in, in 2013. Uh, game four of the NLDS. I would, it was a day game or late afternoon game, whatever it was. I am. Is this in the my, Michael Walker game? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in yeah. my school's. Uh, newspaper room we're working out to get a paper out so i will forever know that game was on a monday uh <laughs> so we're we're trying to get a a paper done and we're watching what's going on and uh the <laughs> my college friends were pretty easy to figure out who my college friends were because like they they like I latched onto them like sports or whatever and like I was really close with everyone on that stuff but only like two or three people were we were watching that game we were hanging on every pitch and it's a whole room full of other people who just don't care about baseball at all and like whenever a right. catch uh, flies out like how dejected they were like well there's still a game five and you're like you guys don't understand like that that this this is over this was the yeah this was the run. And, you know, just being kind of at peace with everything at that lake. So, yeah, that was.
0: Uh, was, I, was at, so I, I was at that game, the Michael Walker. Game. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, I called off sick that day for work. Um, Good call. And I went, I, get, I went with a couple of friends with my, from my campus ministry. And it's actually, it's funny. Um, I, the anniversary of that game was uh, just about a week ago. Uh, not even. And I had a picture of one of my friends, Shelly uh, standing, like kind of like standing with her back to the field on the rotunda because we had standing room only seats. And I texted her. She so believe this is 10 years already and she's married and she's, you know, they, they just, they're, she's actually due any, any day now. And it was like, it's just that it came up in my time hop. And that sparked a conversation with me and her that, you know, we immediately went back and, you know, I remember, at first being so frustrated because Michael Walker was just dealing that game. Um, But I remember leaving the stadium, you know, they lost two to one. And I remember leaving the ballpark that day, just thinking, man, I should be so upset that they lost this baseball game the way they lost it. And, you know, the opposing pitcher threw an absolute gem of a game, but I just experienced baseball, like, Mm -hmm. you know, playoff baseball in person. And, you know, we didn't know that they were going to be back two more years in a row, but like, even though it was just wild card games, but I thought like this, this may never happen again in my lifetime. I, it, it was just, it was a surreal moment. That, that whole ride, man, like, it was just, it, it's hard to put into words. I can remember like where I was for every part of it. You know, it's, it's kind of like I equate it to the Steelers Super Bowl runs and the Penguin Stanley Cup runs that like, even mm-hmm. though they didn't win a championship, it was such a big deal uh, as a Pittsburgh sports fan because we'd never seen it that I can I could vividly remember it. And when I see those old pictures and I talk to my friends that I was hanging out with for those games and my parents and everything like it, it immediately takes me right back. Like it's it's like it was yesterday. And it's some of the most fun I've had as a sports fan.
1: We're going to take a quick break. Whenever we come back, I I want to talk about the 2021 season a little bit and the MLB postseason and how they're actually oh. related here. All
0: right, you got me here, man. <laughs>
1: back to the pirates podcast to be named later eddie in 2021 four teams lost 100 games or more okay this year two of those teams have already advanced to the league championship series the rangers and the diamondbacks and the
0: diamondbacks and the other
1: one third one and then the other one was the Orioles, who won over 100 games and had the best record in the American
0: League. <laughs> Why are you so going to do I, us like this? Why are you going to do it? Like, we just had all of these great memories, Alex. Now are you going to
1: do this. This is, is going to be a short, quick... We're, we're doing this one <laughs> quick and dirty here. Should the Pirates have reasonable expectations of next year not just making the playoffs, but... I take it a step further of you're not just here to for a cameo you're here to make noise.
0: Is that a fair I, expectation for next year? I think I might have said it a couple weeks ago on the show. I've had conversations with friends of mine. I 100% yes. Uh, when you go around like just go around the the you know position by, by position minus first base right now. Uh, let's not look at pitchers yet. Just look at the infield, look at the outfield, okay? they've got ball players at almost every position. Not, not guys like, oh, he could slot in pretty well here. No, they've got high pedigree guys in the outfield. They've got high pedigree guys in the infield. They've got two high pedigree guys at catcher that they're going to be able to move around and do stuff with. There is no excuse for this baseball team not to compete, not to be in a playoff spot, and not to really make a serious run and make some noise in 2024. If they don't, Alex... I think it's time to you know cut bait on a lot of things in this organization and you know have some really hard conversations. 2024 is the year for me, especially after seeing what the Diamondbacks have done and the Rangers have done and what the Orioles have done. 2024 has to be the year for this baseball team. This is the time that they put they start to to shell out money for free agents. This is the time to do it, man. If
1: it's a bad class, man. That's the that's the only thing I'm going to push back on here. I think it's a bad class of free agents. Like there are some guys I do like. I still like Jack Flaherty. I still like. It, but I kind of look at maybe you go with the trade market. Maybe you look other ways. To trade, trade market's to,
0: fine with me. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't yeah. have just said free yeah, agency. Yeah. But you have to make external ads on this team. This yes. Year. Yes. You, you uh, need to awesome. add. You need to add this winner, and you need to add significantly. This winter. Yeah. It, it can't be a, we're going to try out this guy and hope to, hopefully we could, you know, you know refurbish his career or whatever, you know, uh, revive his career. No, this, this needs to be, you, you've got to get, uh, to put it in football terms, you got to get some dogs. Yeah.
1: You, you got to get, <laughs> I'll borrow Greg Brown's word from my, you gotta get a jerk like AJ Burnett in there
0: yeah dude I would love to see something like that man find somebody yeah. that's yeah like got a chip on their shoulder and wants to prove something to the world I like, don't, don't you love that also about Pittsburgh that I could say like go
1: get an AJ Burnett and it's like an instantaneous yep. like it can transcend sports like did the penguins just make their Merlin bird trade like <laughs> the Pirates just made their James Ferrier signing like yeah. it just instantaneously it, it Everyone yes. understands it. Yeah. Yes, it, it's unspoken shorthand. Yeah. And I, I'm going to just add on one thing real fast here that next year has to be the year because I look at this National League Central as very up for grabs. The Cardinals, I think they're done. I think Ollie Marble is a terrible manager. They aren't getting any younger. They have. Wasted so many good potential outfielders, you know, in the mix. They don't have the pitching unless they absolutely go ham this winter on pitching that isn't really available. I don't see how they compete next year or anytime in the few time, few next years. The chickens have come to coop. I think the Cardinals are down for a while. I think the Cubs, they're not going to be able to keep Strowman and Bellinger. And I think they overachieved. They don't have the bullpen. I kind of, they don't win close games. It's, I don't think the Cubs are serious contention and the Brewers are done. This is going to be a brutal offseason for the Brewers and great. If you're into shot at Florida, you know, in Pittsburgh, <laughs> like this is, this is, they've got a great farm system. I don't think they're going to be down for that long, but 2024 is going to be brutal. So I kind of look at this division of it could be the Reds and Pirates and they are two teams did. that are basically in the exact same spot.
0: Alex, how fun is it going to be to see Ellie De La Cruz versus uh, O'Neal Cruz, assuming they're both healthy next year? Like those games, those games against each other. I know that, you know, they're they're not directly mm -hmm. head to head, but they are the same type of player in that they can be the guy, right? They can be the the guy on a team. They're the same type of player that they have all of the tools. You know, we talk about five tool players. They they have everything. They're gifted, gifted beyond belief. Watching the two of them go at each other because they're both going to want the spotlight. Now, De La Cruz has a little bit more of a of a personality. I think you know, like he kind of shines a little more, and he's a little bit more flamboyant. But I think that could pull the best out of O'Neill Cruz, man. I, I'm I'm so excited to see the two of them go at it. I am
1: very I mean we're gonna talk, it's a long off season. I'm sure this is gonna be brought up at some point, but I, I am looking right. forward to the sleeping giant that is Oniel Cruz after not playing this year. I, I just kind of give him a full off season where he's not really rehabbing and he can just, you know, get better. I, I think this is something to prove. I am actually gonna watch Winter Ball this year, assuming that he plays and I nothing official. I'm I'm expecting he will though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be fun, man. I I think he's got something to prove. I think that this Pirates team, as a whole, after the last two three months of the season that they had, they know that they can compete with teams already. You add a couple pieces, give everybody, like you said, a year to get better. I, you know, I there's no reason that they they shouldn't be contending for the division and putting pressure on you know the the established teams in the NL. Yeah. Uh, I'm 100% uh, of that mindset.
1: So there we go. It, it 85 wins and bouncing is is nope. it's a step but that you need to shoot higher than that considering everything
0: that else is going on and, and what those other them.
1: teams where they put, they were in 2021 also they showed you can and, do this in 2 years.
0: And so. you know what just to put a cap on it to bring it full circle to your article or to your uh, your feature, um, oh, Clint Hurdle was not okay with just being 500 and stopping the losing. That's right. Man, that's Clint- that's that is that is the mentality that this team needs to take. 500 ain't good enough, man. Going back to the
1: story, since I I don't know that that just engulfed my life for a couple weeks. There, huge shout out. Huge, huge shout out to those guys, man, like Clint, Grilly, uh, Burnett, like a long list. I, I know I'm singling out a few here, but like you could tell just by how much Clint and <laughs> Grilly and Burnett was in that story can, that you realize like how
0: fruitful and how great a conversation that was. Can, can I peel back the curtain real quick? Yes. So the last game of the season, I was there covering it as a photographer. You're there, yeah. You're as a writer, as a reporter, mm-hmm. and um, you know we had we had hung out with uh, with the Renegades of the Rotunda pregame yes. for for a quick minute. Uh, shout out to those guys. Thanks again for the free food. They're great people. If you get yeah. a chance to meet them at a pirate game, but anyways, back to my point. Uh, when I was looking for you originally. Uh, you were with Russell Martin. I called you and I get a text message that just says, I'm talking to Russell Martin. And my reply was tell him I said, hi, but I wanted to be like, where? I'll meet you there. I want to meet this guy. Like I was, was, on, the phone. was on the phone. Yeah. Right. And then the second one was the reason why we only spent a hot minute with the Renegades at the, of the Rotunda. Because you had another interview that I wanted to follow you along for with Andrew McCutcheon, as brief yeah. as it was. I wanted I, like, I've, i I got to give you props for being able to put this whole thing together. Especially because back then, like you said, you were in college, you were a Pirates fan at that point in time. You were not doing this thing professionally. The fact that you were able to keep it together with, and, and I realize you have years of experience now doing this and oh, being yeah. around I, the team, but like, come on, man, those are the guys that we grew up watching and you were able done to this keep the
1: story a couple years
0: ago. <laughs> Like I got to give you credit because I don't know that I would have been able to keep the professionalism up. I, I think I probably would have, I, I would have let the moment get to me. Um, the standard would not have been the standard for, for this guy right here. So I got to give you some props uh, for being able to keep it together and actually get this together professionally, because it was uh, a lot of names. Every time you would text me like, yeah, I'm talking to so-and-so this way. I'm, I'm doing this, this way. you like like, this guy, I, I'm, what in the world? Like, it was, it was kind of fun to see this get pieced together behind the scenes
1: alright that's enough self-congratulation for the go, <laughs> read
0: it.
1: go read it if you haven't uh, I want to get that up to at least 10,000 views so you know given that it, it, I guess this would come out on Saturday a day three boost there hopefully uh, we're going to take one more break whenever we come back a completely non-baseball delivery story
0: yes I got to hear this
1: So Eddie, the year is 2012. It's my I I'm in college, obviously. Uh, I'm working at Jimmy John's in Bakery Square, and uh, summer and one of my first days, I had a delivery to a place called Auburn Street, and I was warned like, hey, it can, it could get a little rough out there. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, I I drive out there. The man. I drive up to the door and there's no door. (laughs) And the guy was sitting on his couch and he comes out and he's like, yeah, I had my door stolen last night. (laughs) And I'm, I gave him the sandwich for free. I'm like, I don't know how to proceed with this information. You're like, you got bigger problems here, dude.
0: Here, have lunch. Lunch is on me. Listen, man, I have spent 32 of my 34 years on earth living in the neighborhood of Hazelwood. Mm -hmm. People that are from Pittsburgh know exactly what that means. In my 32 years of living in Hazelwood and 34 years of hanging out in Hazelwood, I have never heard of someone getting their door Door stolen. (laughs) Who steals a door? Listen, listen. What do you gain from this? Listen, my favorite story, Alex, is I knew a guy. That stole a, a refrigerator out of someone's house, and it was one of those like it was one with the touchscreen, the big Samsungs, right? And he couldn't fit it, like, no, he couldn't fit it into his house because his door wasn't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> so he left. Listen, he left it. He left it in his in his front yard, right? And the person that owned the fridge drove past and saw his fridge in this guy's yard and that's how this guy got arrested. <laughs> I don't and know I how I would be losing be, a door. I don't know how
1: I would be able to process if I was driving down the street. Like, <laughs> that's my refrigerator.
0: This is the last one I promise before this goes off the rails. Do you remember probably about five years ago now um, the the issue on Route 28 the the traffic jam that was caused because someone had a washing machine fall out of the back of their pickup truck i don't remember this no okay so there was this, it was a big thing is like a big like a meme like one of those pittsburgh meme things traffic you know for all the, for miles on route 28 because of a a washing machine that fell out of a pickup truck it was the same guy and he had stole the washing machine and it was yeah like this guy is <laughs> I would move on from appliances. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think appliances are this guy's thing. No, no, this, this ain't it. <laughs> well, Eddie, I, uh, I think there was
1: some baseball somewhere in, in this podcast. And we want to thank everyone who, who came in to listen to the two minutes of baseball <laughs> talk and a lot about, uh, it's been a good decade old team. Yeah. This was a good one. This was, uh, this it was, was a good fun. One. I needed
0: to laugh. I definitely needed to laugh. Uh, we'll do it next week man alright
1: thank you everyone for listening if you aren't already subscribed to the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast and Network please do so we'll be there every week thank you so much for listening we'll talk again next week